0: Ready to go, they're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the Horror Show I know you missed those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate, listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the Horror Show
1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers All of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events I'm Sean I'm Joe Let's go, Joe. What's going on? We got a we got a episode and a half today. We got oh boy one of the biggest movies I think uh, I mean ever and that we've ever done
0: for sure. Um, yeah. It's weird. We did the thing, and then we had the live show, so we didn't do an episode, and now we have this. So it's two good movies in a row, oh, dude. I feel so bad. The thing Fuck's audio, happening. the audio for the thing episode,
1: fucking was dog shit because of Paul's call in. It like fucked it all up. But I have a oh, new, man. I have a new system in place. I have a new system in place, so the next time we have Paul on, it'll be crystal clear, perfect. So I'm You're good. I'm ready to go, even remotely. So, we're good to go next time. Sorry about that, everyone. And then we had a week off. We had a live show, which was fucking awesome. Um, Very fun. You can still check that out over at our Crowdcast page. Uh, You can find that from IHateHorror.com. Merch has started shipping. Long Sleeves will be – Long Sleeves started shipping this weekend also. Um, So, everyone should see those soon. I'm sorry they didn't make it there for the holidays. But supply chain, you know what everyone blames it on <laughs> <laughs> this was actually i think this actually was supply chain though for the shirts um i also want to give a shout out to mo c a fan of the show here uh, he sent me a letter and a package it says sean this is easily easily the shittiest gift i've ever given anyone i apologize love the show keep on rocking in the free world or whatever Mosi and he says, "P.S. I did not watch this DVD. Hopefully, it works." <laughs> and <laughs> I love that he bought it and didn't watch it. Uh, the DVD is Dead Body Man Two, the Holy Grail, Separation Anxiety, uh, <laughs> un-, un Un Unsmashed by
0: Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, boy, uh, what. What what a, just smashing a DVD is the most immature fucking thing. Like, grow the fuck up. <laughs> Especially from Paul, who, like, honestly,
1: if you smashed any DVD in front of him, even if it was the worst movie, he'd probably, right now, would probably be like, Jesus Christ, come on,
0: buddy. <laughs> Gee, Willikers. It's that's, that's fucking art.
1: Somebody probably would have liked that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: fucking guy. <God. laughs> Um, three copies of the move, fucking movie in existence. Dude, smash it, this one, throws it out a window. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny.
1: Um, so yeah, so thank you, Mosey, for sending that over, man. Um, we'll have to do something with it. I don't know what. Maybe smash it and throw it out a window. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Maybe we do like an in-person live show for it. I, I don't know. I
0: think we have to. I think we have to. Yeah.
1: That would be super fun. Um, Dead Body Man 2. Um, so, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mosey. Um. So, tonight we are doing Scream 1996. Wes Craven flick here. A lot to talk about on this one. Not so much the movie. Uh, The movie is <laughs> phenomenal. Now, we watched The Thing, and Paul said it's probably his favorite horror movie. Yeah, he did. Um, Which is was a new revelation to everyone.
0: Um, Should we just start doing that from now on? <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, Scream is probably my favorite horror movie, even yeah. though we have a show where I've never said that before <laughs> in my life. Uh, yeah, let's just do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scream... Uh,
1: in, in my opinion, and, and we've talked about it a bunch recently, which is funny. Oh, and you, you
0: said what this week is it's 25th anniversary. Tomorrow. So we're recording on the 19th. So tomorrow the 20th, it turns 25 years old.
1: That's fucking so insane. Um, this movie, uh, we've talked about it on the show a bunch where every time we watch it, we're kind of like, wait, this is, why is this so much better than even I remember? Um,
0: yeah, I think I said it. On one of our October episodes, like, whenever somebody asks me for my top five, I have, like, a set answer, and it's always movies that were released before I was, like, even born. Right. That I was, like, you know, inherited into, which kind of makes sense, you know, because that's, like... Yeah. ...what was, like, built up to me, and that's what I grew up on, even though I was, you know, what, 11? I was 11 when Scream came out, so it's very much my time. Um, but I always go to those ones, and then whenever I watch Scream, I'm like, this is fucking perfect like i there's nothing negative to say about this movie it's
1: it, it's it's, it's crazy it, it's like i don't know what you'd call it it's like mount rushmore syndrome right where it's like there were these things like a million years ago that everyone's like this is these are the best and then you just like kind of always have to put them in your top five and then you're like wait yeah. no like fucking scream might be one of the best horror movies ever made uh, it is like yeah, it top, is. top three maybe i don't even know like I'd have to, like, sit down, but, boy, it's, like, it's so perfectly crafted. It is unbelievable. And a lot of it It is unintentional, sort of. Like, we'll get into it a little bit, but, you know, this wasn't the most perfectly planned movie. Like,
0: a lot of things kind of just fell into place for that. Fell into place, yeah. Which is? Matthew Lillard got the the job because he brought his girlfriend to audition to a different movie in the same lot, and the person just... Liked how he looked. Asked him to audition for it. Oh, really? Well, so, yeah. so that's funny because, so he auditioned his, so he auditioned that audition.
1: He auditions for, um, Billy in that audition, that first audition. And then, and then, and then he doesn't get the part and he asks his agent and wait, I have the exact quote here. It's like the funniest thing I've ever, honestly, I'd fire my agent if she said this, but also like you're accurate. Um, so he originally had the original uh audition was for billy um he said i didn't get that shit and then he said the casting director was like you should go for the ugly weird best friend so he did so he did and got it
0: <laughs> well i i read a i read a quote from him that was like i don't like that performance because it just highlights how big my teeth are and how small my head is like i never really thought about it <laughs> But it's completely true for this movie. Oh, she doesn't really look like that as like Shaggy or like, you know, the other movies, but this one's teeth are so fucking big. I think it's the haircut too. Like it's that the haircut. Yeah,
1: It's definitely the haircut. And it's, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe he like grew into his head or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> but he, uh I watched an interview with him talking about his performance also. And he was like, what was I even fucking doing? He was like, I was like so hyper and weird and just screaming. And He's like, I don't know what, why Wes put up with
0: this bullshit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how it works to be honest with you, because when you, when you think about it like this, he's being so obnoxious, and the rest of the cast is like straightforward, and it's really a who done it, right? Like it's supposed to be mysterious, and, like yeah, and, and he is drawing so <laughs> like the first time you saw it, like I don't know if if you felt the same. Like the first time I saw it, I was surprised that he that he yes. was the killer, right? Yeah, but then like why he's drawing so much attention to it. like of course he's the fucking killer fucking obnoxious <laughs> asshole like he's the fucking maniac like it makes it makes perfect sense so it's, i don't know how they it's one of those movies like where where it's just that movie magic happens like everything just works out the way it's supposed it
1: to it really did and yeah i remember watching it and being genuinely you don't know who did it and like you rewatch it now and you're like of course it's (laughs) those two guys but but in that moment you're like oh my god like i remember watching it for the first time thinking like who who could it fucking be there there really were a lot of red herrings that you know as you've watched it for like the hundredth time they don't stand out as much but but there really were so many red herrings there and matt lillard Playing it like that is so fucking nuts being the killer and like you said, drawing all of the attention and every scene to himself. <laughs> <laughs> and even being like, dude, the first time we see him, he's like g- fucking um oh, fuck, goddamn it. Uh Nev Campbell. Um Sydney. Sydney. Sydney is like, how can you kill somebody like that? And then Matt Lillard just <laughs> describes murdering somebody. <laughs> In the most deadpan way. Yeah. He is explaining to her how he killed that girl. <laughs> not It's the only time he's not smiling and laughing. He's just like, well, you see, Sydney." <laughs> and somehow
0: everyone was like, it's not him. <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's weird. It's like... Two on the head that like your brain blocks it out, like, oh, that's too fucking obvious. Like, don't be an idiot, of course right? It's not
1: him, it's crazy. And the other great part about this movie I mean, I'm gonna, there's a million great parts, but the, like, one of the things that you notice when you rewatch it is that, um, Skeet and Matt Matthew Lillard are uh, the way they make eye contact in certain scenes, like that scene, right? You can see in Skeet's eyes. Skeet is doing a face that's like
0: shut the fuck up. Dude, dude, I I like really noticed that this past year when I watched it. I said that to Tina. I was like, dude, this is it's telling you right here like the yes. first time that you watch, it's, all the clues are right there. And and the way that Skeet does that with his eyes is perfect. It's he's telling you like the dude, fuck are you doing? It's so crazy. It's it's actually like the
1: fact that they didn't like Wes wasn't like, yeah, just pretend like you you're not, you know what I mean, like because it's so easy to like be like it's not me and play it up like it's not you, but like clearly they were directed to, you know, like you you fucking are the killer. Like, what would you do if your fucking idiot friend was explaining how he murdered that girl? (laughs) (laughs) And like, oh man, it's just fucking
0: incredible. And oh man, I I just love it. Yeah, and I mean the writing is. It's just so perfect because um, it is meta and it pays homage to all the slashers that came before it. But it also, like, the, like we've already said, like the, the the characters that are in it with Cotton Weary and the the murder of her mother and and all that. Like, you really don't know the first yeah. time that you see this movie. You have no clue. It could be anyone. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're on edge the whole time.
1: Yeah, uh, written by uh, Kevin Williamson, who you know did "I Know What You Did Last Summer." Uh, yeah. Dawson's Creek but this was his breakout man and he was like fucking broke and he had actually sold um a couple other movies that turn into um movies later on like he had sold um Teaching Mrs. Tingle like prior to Scream but they were like no we're not gonna that dude that, that must be like the best feeling as a writer like you sell it and they're like no this isn't very good and like you made a little money on it and then you like make a hit and they're like actually we're gonna release that fucking movie you, <laughs> you yeah. fucking you sold us like ten years ago. <laughs> um. So yeah, man. Kevin Williamson. Um. His writing is. I, I don't know if it's my favorite. Like this is super well written. Um. And he'll do Scream Two and Scream Four. He didn't write Three though. Uh. I can he, al- tell. he also. He also from, did from
0: my memory. <laughs> he also.
1: Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to do all the sequels. I haven't seen them in a pro at least over a decade. Like I haven't watched yeah. any of them. Um, He did the faculty cursed the fucking werewolf one where the werewolf flips the finger gives a finger. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a weird guy, but people really credit him for um, almost being, and this is a little much for me, but almost being like John Hughes esque in terms of being able to write for teens. Um, And I mean, to an extent, right? Like those movies all, I mean, no, I I would say that because you got Scream, Scream 2, Dawson's Creek. I know what you did last summer in the faculty. Like, yeah, dude, like those are all hit, like our generation, like, you know, even people that don't love horror movies, like have memories of those, right? Like we could talk to anyone from high school and be like. Remember the faculty and they'll be like, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, that's that's true.
1: So like I mean I guess, I guess, you know, he he's pretty good. I mean, Scream is great. Um, but yeah, so much fun facts about this movie too. I I I did a lot of digging in on this one. Um originally Scream was like pegged to not do shit. Variety ran a story that was like before it even came out, that was like this movie's gonna be DOA. Like it's gonna come out, it's gonna fucking tank. Um,
0: that's what so I'm saying to do. <laughs> it, it actually is fucking crazy.
1: And like, it, they interviewed like a woman, I forget what her role was in the movie. Um, but I was re- watching an interview and she was like, Yeah, I read it. And, uh, I was like super fucking depressed because the movie hadn't even been released yet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, opening weekend, it actually takes fourth place, uh, behind Beavis and Butthead do America, who <laughs> scooped up that number one spot. Um, which I was partially responsible for. Fucking Beavis and Butthead, baby. First R-rated movie I saw in a the theater, and my parents were like, "We're gonna go to another theater while
0: you while you watch this." <laughs> um, hey, that scene where they eat peyote in the desert and white zombie plays is like, it's a pretty good scene. I'm gonna be
1: honest, that whole fucking movie fucking rocks.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I fucking love that movie.
1: <laughs> um. But here's the thing. It comes out, you know, December 20th. Uh, Hollywood goes on Christmas break, essentially. Everyone's out of the office. They're all on vacation. They come back from Christmas break to scream making $100 million at the box office.
0: All from word of mouth. Big word of mouth. Yep. And and they... They did it. They I read I mean it could be hindsight. Somebody could obviously say that. Be like, "Oh, it was all planned." It probably wasn't. But I, I read that they wanted it to come out over Christmas break because everything in theaters on Christmas break is always kid-friendly or like mega blockbuster, right? So they put put it out there for like horror fans to have. That's what they said. Whether yeah, that's true or not. I mean, planned. I think yeah, I think there's a lot of
1: like hindsight in a lot of the comments. Like, I mean, isn't isn't that <laughs> Isn't that period notoriously for just like fucking bum ass movies? <laughs> like,
0: well, Janu- January is. Oh, uh, January. Christmas Christmas break is for like the big ones. Like, oh yeah, know, like Spider Man. Spider Man just came
1: out. So I don't. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I, I mean, like I think I think they put a decent amount of money into it, and like they wanted to get it back. Uh, budget was fourteen to fifteen million dollars. So you know, like it, it was a. Uh, pricey little film i mean it's not a ma- massive budget but um
0: well speaking of budget did you see why they named it like did you read about why they called it scream no but they what they were inspired by the fucking michael jackson janet jackson music video for scream no, no. which it has nothing to do with this movie but, but i was i was looking up it because i was like i for i personally remembered it being like <laughs> Michael and Janet were going to fuck, thinking it was, like, really awkward. I rewatched the video. That's not the case. But for some reason, it's even weirder. Uh, And there's anime throughout it. And it's all black and white. And they're in, like, a spaceship. Yeah. And I looked it up. Dude, that music video cost $7 million to make. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) That's fucking insanity. Dude, I remember the debut of it.
1: It was, like, hyped for, like, weeks. Like, Scream is dropping. Like. Yeah. It was a good song. It's, it is. And actually, I was going to clown on it a little bit because, like, when I was searching screen behind the scenes, I found like a fucking hour long documentary on it. Uh, <laughs>
0: on the music video? On the music video, not the
1: fucking movie.
0: Dude, I kind of want to watch it now. Like, because I just, re- like I said, I thought I remembered it being like risque, being like, why are these siblings acting like this? And it, it, it wasn't. But how did that cost $7 million? I don't know. I mean, it looks great. Also, why did they name this movie after that? <laughs>
1: especially it's funny because the original title of the movie was scary movie
0: it was uh, oh. which which is which makes me like the fact that scary movie is called scary movie even more
1: yeah i know feeling. i fucking agree completely um a few other uh you it, and oh let's talk about the fucking oh there's so much to fucking chat about before we even get into the movie or should we get into the movie i don't even know there's just a lot of information. I love talking about movies where there's actually information online about it, right? Like cuz you can actually like watch shit and like find out about it. Yeah. Um and so this was like Miramax's first big hit after being acquired by that f- by the fucking Mouse in 93. Um <laughs> and it's unfortunate how intertwined it is with the Weinstein's. Like they had a huge hand in this movie. Um
0: Are both Weinstein's bad or so? Harvey's the one that's the
1: worst. He's a monster. Bob
0: kind for for at least what I my knowledge. Bob just kind of slithered away into darkness, probably because you know he knew. Um, (laughs) Well, oh yeah, that's true. It's his brother, but um, I I don't. He wasn't. I don't. I don't know if he's been accused. I can't say he wasn't, but I, I don't remember hearing about him like I heard about Harvey. Although, I'm not saying this to defend
1: anything, but I would never fucking tell my brother, like, anything about my sex life.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, he, it's possible. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: oh, okay. Well, anyway. Um, now, the one thing about this movie that I always, um, I always like, well, actually, I'll, I'll save that for a little bit later. Um, let's talk about Wes's career here real quick. So he does. This was what would his career? I know this is like an obvious thing because it's like he's got a weird catalog of movies. But I don't. I don't think Wes's career. Like this is so obvious to say, but it, it, like his career is so much different if he doesn't take this movie. And he denied it twice before he took it.
0: <laughs> I I agree. I think. I don't think he – I I kind of feel bad saying this because I know people, like, they hold him dearly. Yes. But I don't think if he makes Scream – like, he'll always have Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Yeah. He'll always have Last uh, Last House on the Left and, and He'll have Eyes. But, like, that's for real, real horror hits. Right. right? Like exactly. He wouldn't be in the lexicon that he is now if he doesn't do Scream.
1: I, I agree. I don't think he – like – he has such an odd little catalog of movies, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, but, like, it's a really weird catalog of movies, and without Scream, I just don't think he's the household name he is today. Like, he, he's not, dude. Like... Like, Nightmare on Elm Street, yes. But there's 18 Nightmare on Elm Street, so it's really diluted that first one. Like, in my opinion. Like, I don't think... Yeah, and he
0: didn't do all of them, right? He created the first one. He did...
1: That's all he did. Oh, well, and he did... um. New Nightmare. New Nightmare, which is better than the other ones, but got panned more. Um,
0: yeah. He did People Under the Stairs in 91, so it was like five years before.
1: Which, again, is
0: like like a good movie, but like... I. It wouldn't be household name. Like not a
1: household name sure. at all. Like, and, and before this movie, he's doing shocker he's doing, yep. which we is, we got to do shocker. We do. We do. And it,
0: and it was oh, like, he did, he did the movie that broke you, uh, <laughs> the vampire of Brooklyn right before you before right, <laughs> right <Yeah>.
1: before <laughs> <laughs> this. Yes. <laughs> so he wrote and directed shocker, which was panned, but got a lot of applause for the effects people under the stairs, which was mostly positive, And he wrote that, um, then he does New Nightmares which again mixed reviews and written by him. So like he did he does three movies that he writes and directs himself and not getting much much at all. Then he does one for the studio Vampire in Brooklyn which was not written by him and fucking critically panned. Um and he he was done with horror after that, he said. Uh and he did not want to do Scream, he didn't want to do a slasher He was just waiting for that music of the heart to come along (laughs) in in, in four years. Wait,
0: wait, the the Meryl Streep movie? I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But,
1: you know, it's a weird, it is a weird little catalog leading up to Scream, and especially for somebody who was not interested in doing Scream. Um, And supposedly not really a fan of doing the sequels either himself, like was not thrilled about it. Um and mainly because the pressure of it. Like I think you do Scream and then you announce Scream 2. Like everyone's like, Well, it better be as fucking good. <laughs> like And it's never going to be.
0: It can't. Like it and, and from my memory, and uh, hopefully we can remember to talk about this next week when we do Scream 2. I think he played that really well, because I remember Joshua Jackson's character being like, the sequel's never as good. like And, and they're arguing in class yeah. like, well, for sequels being better. And I, I love that, because he, he's just acknowledging that to, to the viewer. That, yeah, like you know, I'm making this sequel, and you're not going to like it, because nobody ever likes the sequel as much. Strap in, assholes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And uh, you know, I just Wes is just like an interesting man. It's just Last House on the Left, Hills Have Eyes, Deadly Blessing, Swamp Thing, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. Hills Have Eyes Two. Like, dude, you come off of Nightmare on Elm Street, like everyone's in love with you, and then you're like, you know what I need to do? The Hills Have <laughs> Eyes Part Two, <laughs> Deadly Friend, then Serpent and the Rainbow, and then the the four oh, that's I a good mentioned. Play. It's it's such an odd little catalog, and I, I don't know, man. I don't know. He's he's an interesting. Yeah,
0: I don't mean it as disrespect, but I don't I don't think he would be talked about as much as. I, he is now. I don't think I don't think he could. he would he would within like true horror fans, you know, because right. the movies that you mentioned. Oh, for sure. Love, but like you know, that almost every schmo our age, you say Wes Craven's name, and they're like, oh yeah, I know him.
1: So. Dude, absolutely. You talk to anybody. Anybody knows Wes Craven. I mean, it's a great name, too. Um but like even George Romero who makes like, you know, one of the most historical movies ever. Like you can't like if you went to your parents and you're like George Romero, they'd be like what the f- why are you saying that? Why are you saying that? Why are you saying that name to me? You know what I mean? Like that's where he would have yeah. been, I feel like. He would have been at that level where you could go report Sorry, go on. Oh no, I was just gonna say, you know, you could go to a Horror Con and say his name and everyone gets it, but like you know, you couldn't bring it up at like a party or something.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I read that when Wes turned it down the first time they, they tried approaching George Romero directly. They,
1: they this. did, and I forgot that he had been alive that long.
0: <laughs> dude, he died like last like two years ago. Dude. Uh
1: no. He no, dude. He died like maybe five. maybe five years ago. Let me look it up. No, he died. That's to be like 2016, 2017. Oh yeah, 2017. God damn. That motherfucker lived. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh yeah, because he did a movie. Fuck. That's so crazy. Wait, why did oh. What did he do? I don't know. Anyway. Um. Anyway, so uh so then West decides he's going to do this um and then he and it's mainly cuz of Drew Barrymore right like Drew Barrymore was the key to this entire movie which is crazy <laughs> yeah because she gets signed on to do it she loves the script she signs on without a director on board and she was Sydney yes. so so Wes Craven's like fuck it if she's on I'm on and then everyone just started being like, well, if they're on it, I want to be on it, too. And then they get Courtney Cox um, because they really wanted someone like with some like real name power to come on and do it. And she was in her second or third year of friends at that point. Yep. Um, so, you know, huge fucking name to have on there. And like her as Gail is fucking great agreed she's fucking great and i the casting director was like i needed her as gail like i I, like she was like i needed to have her as gail like she was exactly who i wanted um
0: and then all the pieces just start falling into place um i mean this is what this is what we talked about with the thing right it's just so well acted and, and every single person that's on the screen at any given point in time is is like perfect in their role which is which is why it's you know, such a good movie.
1: And something that to talk about is the, the casting director of this should be fucking pray. Like you you don't talk about it a lot, the casting director, but like her finding all these fucking people and like putting them in their like perfect holes. You know what I mean? Like saying no to Matt Lillard and being like, you know who you should fucking audition for and moving those roles around is nuts. And, And Dewey, right, so David Arquette also went for Billy, um, (laughs) because Dewey was supposed to be, like, a jacked fucking cop, like a fucking bohunk. And then he goes in and is like, I want to be Dewey. (laughs) And they're like, uh... Well, I, I guess that works. And they basically rewrite the character just by casting our to be like fucking goofball, like a fucking, the biggest goofball in horror <laughs>
0: history. He really is. I think we talked about this in our live show with another yeah. teen movie. I blend him and Dave Sheridan playing. What's his name? In, uh,
1: uh, dude, I get their names mixed movie. up too. It's fucking Dewey and not doofus. Um, officer, <laughs> fucking goddamn it! Scary movie, uh, doofy, doofy,
0: doofy. Yeah, of course, yeah. doofy, <laughs> doofy. Dude, do- I, there, there are things that that doofy does that I always think happens in Scream, and I watch Scream like, wait, I don't. Why didn't he do that? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's that fucking idiot from Scary Movie, <laughs>
1: dude. I do it all the time. I, they, that is like one of the most perfect fucking like. Spoofs of all
0: which is funny because he's he cranks it to like a thousand right he's like, he's so over the top dude, being dewy
1: dude posting posting hand-drawn crayon pictures of the scream mask <laughs> around the school saying wanted called doofy <laughs> with no phone number on it funniest shit i've ever seen um, and yeah, like, so like they, like they changed shit on the fly in this movie. Like, could you imagine like a bow hunk playing the cop? Like, a- and Wes Craven was even like, you know, like the movie kind of put tropes, like flipped tropes. And he's like, so like, it was like kind of cool to like flip these characters and see how it landed in the movie. Yeah. yeah. And Arquette, he's not coming off of anything big. He did airheads, um, Buffy a few years prior. Uh, beautiful girls he was in so he and by the way dewey is fucking great
0: dewey's great dewey's
1: awesome he's fucking that character is fucking well done and like again
0: like it's it's very realistic yeah it's like how somebody would act right yeah dude arquette is like like <laughs> is actually acting <laughs> like it's crazy
1: um and then then uh Drew Barrymore says she can't do the whole movie. She's dropping out, she hasn't something else she has to do. So but she said she's willing to die in that very first scene. Like that's fucking tight as like a what a trooper. Like being like, you know what, fucking murder me in the first scene. Yeah. Um so they do that. Yeah.
0: And, then- and 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 they didn't change their marketing. Yeah, the Drew no. was marketed as a star. Fucking. So love when that. she when she went, it was people forget about that now, but like her being killed that early was very shocking. Um, I
1: got that book Ad Nauseum too, where it shows all the movie ads. And uh I looked at the Scream ones before I we recorded. Um, and they have like a two-page thing dedicated to Scream. Her face is all over the advertising. Not everything,
0: front and center. Yeah. Just brilliant. Dude, it's, it's brilliant. wild.
1: And uh to have her die in that first moment is just fucking wild. Um yeah. So then they bring in Nev Campbell along with a bunch of other people who um auditioned. Uh Reese Withers, well Reese didn't audition, but they her name was there, but Brittany Murphy auditioned, Alicia Witt auditioned, Molly Ringwald auditioned. Um
0: Yeah, Williamson really wanted Ringwald, didn't
1: he? Yeah. So, um so She was
0: like 40. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, so, and then they bring in Campbell who just did the craft. Um, she's huge in party of five. Um, so she's like, yeah. she's a, she's a name, but like, I, I still don't think she was like, I I think scream still elevated her. Like, you know yeah, what oh I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Lillard, he He may be one of the heaviest hitters of, like, the lower-level people because he did Serial Mom, Mad Love, Hackers, and If These Walls Could Talk, but, like, never, like, that big role for him.
0: Ghoulies go to college. I I knew you were going to say that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As well as Skeet being in Weekend at Bernie's Uncredited Extra. (laughs)
0: Uh, Rose
1: McGowan.
0: Did I ask him about that? Yes. (laughs) He was just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just
1: like what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Rose McGowan was sort of popping off. She'd done Encino Man and Uh Skeet, mostly extras. He did the craft with in the Campbell. craft. Yep. Um, and he was also in Boys, which was, but both of those were '96, so like not totally proven as like a box office person, you know. Um, yeah. And then Jamie Kennedy, f- f- fucking. Almost totally unknown, because he just came off of Romeo and Juliet, released the same year. Yeah. So, they don't know if he's even got the fucking chops. Um, and, again, another guy that is just perfect for that fucking role. He's
0: absolutely perfect. I, I love that character.
1: The other thing that I think is absolutely nuts, and I don't know, but leave Schreiber doing that throwaway scene in this, where he's just doing a perp walk. And picking an actor that can actually act in future movies is maybe one of the craziest things. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Usually those people get rewritten as like you know what I mean, dude. Because like when does he even show up? Does he show up in Scream Two or Scream Three? I think it's two. Okay, but like I mean, you're not expecting to even make Scream Two, right? Like like the way this wraps up, it's almost an, a single movie. I, I I I think that was also Wes's frustration with it yeah there's no need for a sequel when you think about it no right? there's absolutely zero <laughs> you solved, you solved it <laughs> there's absolutely zero reason and i'll bring that up kind of about the whole like horror theme of the first one but to put Lee Schreiber in there and then to pull him out and he's actually a fucking great actor later on is so crazy like and he hadn't done anything dude and you film him doing a perp walk and then you bring him back and he's actually a fucking good act. like
0: that's fucking bananas to me <laughs> But there you go. That's that's who you, you got, got. You, get, here. you got you get a cameo from uh Linda Blair. Did you see that? I
1: did, did see that. About?
0: Yeah, that's so that's so insane. And Wes played
1: Ghostface in some of the Drew Barrymore scenes. <laughs> did he? Dude, when oh, he takes the landline to the face, that's fucking Wes <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you why, but uh yeah, that's fucking Wes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's actually great. I I like to imagine that he's just kept pitching to people that he's going to throw a landline at somebody. They're like, "I'm not doing that. Like, get a stunt man." He's like, oh, "Fuck it,
1: Let's I'm not it. paying a fucking stunt man. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> just throw it at my fucking face." <laughs> oh man. Um, oh, we get the You Can't can't leave out the fons. Oh God, Henry Winkler.
1: Um, who's by the way? Who, like he, again, he
0: asked to like not not have his name on the poster because he didn't want to take away from. The young people.
1: That's so fucking cool. He, dude, and he's a fucking amazing red herring the first time you watch it because the way he acts, even though he's, like, kind of throwaway and he's in and out pretty quick, the way he acts to the kids is, like, just a great red herring. When the kids are running yeah. around in the mask and he's like, you fuck, your generation's so fucked. Like, you're like, oh, this yeah, dude. and
0: then it cuts to him and he's he has the mask on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs>
1: Um. So, oh man, all around just a really fucking great cast and characters that are developed without slowing a movie down, right? Yes. I think that might be the difference in this movie and other fucking bad horror movies is these char- – somehow you care about every character in this movie and there's fucking 18 of them. You know what I mean? And you're you're invested yeah. in all of them. You have an investment in them. Even fucking Henry Winkler who you see – you don't see that often like – you're like okay got it Principle. like i'm I'm in with this guy like so and every death hit like doesn't I'm not saying hit you but like every death you're like fuck like okay well now what happens like
0: yeah for sure
1: um yeah so that's that's the that's the star oh and the ghost face mask was almost thrown out because idiot Bob Weinstein was like
0: yeah <laughs> he thought it looked idiotic which <laughs> Those like are honestly, words.
1: Fair enough. Honestly, look at that fucking mask by itself without the like, dude, it's one of those shit masks from the gas station. And you're like, like, why would he wear that? But like, that's the effectiveness of it. Right. And um, well,
0: I I think I think you hit the nail on the head is that it's probably it it is idiotic, but it's like so idiotic it's realistic right like it, those two kids wouldn't have some elaborate masks they would just buy something that you grab at a, a gas station or a Walmart.
1: No, no one would have any of the masks that are in horror movies it makes no fucking sense <laughs> <laughs> elaborate like custom-made masks like what are you doing like that's more idiotic than like shit that you can buy at party city for three dollars like what are we <laughs> talking about um and and he was so concerned about it that they had just filmed the drew Barrymore part. And he was like, I feel like we should stop production on this. Like he saw the mask and was like, this is fucked. (laughs) Like, I don't think this is okay. And Oh, and he had heard that they were killing drew Barrymore off. And he was like, okay, like (laughs) the, uh, I want all of my fucking money back. Um, so they quickly edited that first scene, sent it to him. And he was like, whatever you guys need, like I'm all in. (laughs) I'm all in. And and they even ran into a lot of trouble trying to film the movie itself. Uh the town that they had originally tried to film in banned them from filming there um after they had already committed to it. Um
0: it was it was the high school. The yeah, high school.
1: The high school. The high um, school scene. Cuz
0: cuz Wes if you watch the end credits Wes was he gives them like a fuck you very much in the thank you He does.
1: Thing. He does. But do you know why the school was like please don't film that here?
0: I thought it was just cuz of the violence. They read the script in oh, the board. Oh, dude.
1: Dude. <laughs> That's what I thought. And I was like, "Oh, what a bunch of sticks in the mud." Dude, a girl had been fucking abducted and at knife point from a slumber party and they found her dead body like months later and the trial was just starting for the guy. Like like it shook the oh, town really? to its core. <laughs> yeah. And the trial was starting the same week that they wanted to film. And they were like... Oh, I didn't see that. Dude, they were like... Yeah, her name's like Polly... Polly something. Um, and like, dude, it like shook the... It's like a small town. It shook the town to its core. And they were like, please do not film this here. Like, we
0: we already are dealing with enough. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I and, did not read that at all. Dude,
1: and Wes is... Wes, like in an interview after the fact, was like, well, maybe I should have been a little more sensitive to... Uh... <laughs> He's like in hindsight, maybe they they had a point there, <laughs> <laughs> and all they did was go to the town over. Like they went to the next town over, and you know, I I think it fucking worked out. Like I I, I love I love uh what, what, hit Wood Woodsboro, I love the way Woodsboro High School looks like in the movie, and it was like a rec center next in the next town over. So yeah, no big deal there. All right, so. Let's get into uh this movie. There's still plenty more to talk about including scene 118. So um you know, of course we get our opening Drew Barrymore scene. Um by the way, before we even start this, Nev Campbell is fucking gorgeous in this movie. Yeah. Holy yeah. moly. Um but we get Drew Barrymore's opening scene and you know, when you're watching it to to talk about on the show, it's it's so it's it all you can find is just like all of these positives and like deeper things like so like i i remember when the strangers came out that line that was like why are you doing this and it's like because you were home and it's like oh that's fucking chilling right like that's fucked up equally maybe more fucked up is drew barry more like him being like what's your name and her being like, why do you want to know my name? And he's like, because I want to know who I'm looking at. Like, dude, what? Like, <laughs> imagine getting that phone call. <laughs> like, Terrifying. Oh,
0: my God. That is, that's fucking scary. Um, and, the and this boy- movie caused, caused uh, caller ID to increase three times the amount <laughs> that it was the year prior.
1: Oh, that makes – dude, that makes perfect sense. Well, first of all, can you imagine – I don't. I mean, I. I guess it never happened to me, but it, it had to dude, There must have been so many fucking prank calls, like people doing this voice, right?
0: <laughs> like, dude, are you going to impersonate somebody? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't a crime, but <laughs> the kid that went by the name Doof, oh yeah, he used to do it. Dude, he, used to, he used to do it all the time from the payphone outside of high school. Oh my god! Because they had like the phone book underneath. Yeah, them, yeah. So. <laughs> That's, that's what we do during, like, study halls. Just go out there and ask people what their favorite scary movie was. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> to old people who are home and have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <a> fucking idiot. <laughs>
1: um, and what a weird voice choice. Because they don't use uh, skeet. Ski or matthew lillard's nah, voice
0: they, they use mojo uh <laughs> mojo jojo from, yeah mojo jojo from powerpuff girls <laughs> <laughs> which
1: is a great voice but it is super weird and um you know james is very curious about horror movies he doesn't watch them right now obviously but um he's very curious about scream like he loves the idea of the mask and like the visuals that he sees because like posters and stuff And he, I showed him a clip of it because he was like, what is, what does the, what does Ghostface sound like? And I was like, well, probably not what you think. (laughs) Like, cause I, you know, as a little kid, you're definitely thinking he's like, oh, hello. You know what I mean? I was like, he sounds like a fucking dork. Like, (laughs) And uh, I showed it to him and he was just like flabbergasted that his voice was just like uh hello there sir <laughs> like hello sir uh this is ghostface calling you um but when he does get mad when ghostface gets mad that voice is just next level like when he says i'll gut yeah. you like a fish and he yeah. he gets like frantic and like oh man
0: it, it, uh, what a, what a thing and and I I love the fact that you know, a lot of times in movies when there's phone scenes, you're not actually talking to somebody, yes. right? You're just reading what the script says and they put in the, the call after. But in this movie they had they had the actress actually be on the phone with Mojo Jojo the the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And they never got to see him. Yeah. So which adds to that. Yeah.
1: They just heard his voice, which is fucking that's so great, man. Fucking great. Um Yeah. Yeah. And, and then what do you want? Drew Barrymore screaming, what do you want? And him saying to see what your insides look like, dude. It's nuts. Yeah. What? Um. And then you get your first glimpse into the, like the horror tropey or the horror, what would you call it? The meta, the meta horror references, right? Because the killer's asking about the killer in Friday the 13th. That's his trivia for Drew Barrymore. You know, he's like, we're going to play trivia. You know, if you win, I'll let you live kind of thing. And, you know, he asks about yep. the killer on Friday the 13th, which it's the old, you know, Dr. Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster type thing. Like, it's the mom, you know, it's not Jason. So it screws people up. Um. Now, the weird part, and this is something I've thought about, like, recently, because I was like. I've been curious about like what bothers me about the sequels in my head right now. Again, I haven't seen them in a while is like, this is such a little microcosm. Right. And at first I thought that only Randy was the horror movie guy. Right. Yeah. But but it turns out they all are, which I, I didn't realize like they're all obsessed with it, which is kind of silly, but like once all of these characters are gone, essentially after this movie, um, why does that theme carry on? You know, like, it's kind of a, an odd theme to keep going with new characters.
0: I think it's just the part of the meta, the meta structure yes, that I they had. that Like do horror movies cause you to cause people to become killers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. I don't know.
0: Like it, that's, I,
1: I'm interested to see the two, three, and four. Like I haven't seen, I dude three and four. I don't think I saw after they came out
0: like you haven't watched him since the yeah, first time. Yeah, right. Yeah, I am th- I think I'm the same.
1: Um so anyway, um Barrymore tries to call her parents but oh, well, yeah. So Barrymore gets her fucking throat slit. Or no, she gets like Well, her boy no,
0: her her boyfriend gets disembowelled in front of
1: her. Her boyfriend gets disembowelled in a fucking amazing scene, right, where he's like turn on the lights. Yeah. Fucking
0: He's tied to the chair and he- <laughs> So fucking good. Yeah, this guts fucking fall out. It's nuts.
1: She battles Ghostface for a little bit, ultimately getting stabbed in the yard in a in a scene that's
0: just this scene's actually fucking brutal, right? Dude, this, this scene is like heartbreaking, right? Because her Absolutely. parents are coming home and she's trying to call for them, but she's already been stabbed, so she has no you know breath in her lungs, so they can't hear her. And meanwhile, you're watching the parents be like, it looks like some like there was. Something's wrong here, you know? So, they're going in the house while their daughter's being murdered. It's, it's fucking brutal.
1: And, and does anyone even, like, you know, if you threw a throwaway actress in this scene, which you normally would, does it work as well? Are they as good of an actress as Drew Barrymore? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, did Drew Barrymore, like, is Drew, like, she might be the linchpin of this fucking movie. Like, Yeah,
0: no, it's it's the greatest cold open in any horror movie, in my opinion, and it, it just sets the tone for the rest of it.
1: Like, dude, her performance is, it, it breaks your fucking heart, especially as a parent now. You're just like.
0: Yeah. And the two people playing her parents, they're you good know, too, when dude. they, when they find, when they find the body, like it's when, when they see, you know, she had the popcorn on the stove. Oh my God. And they see there's like signs of a struggle and they're like worried. He tells her. You know, homage to Halloween. Go to the Mackenzies. He tells his wife that. Yeah. Um, and they go outside and they see Drew's corpse hanging from a tree. I mean, that's chilling. That's, that's like it's fucking depressing as hell, dude. It's so depressing. But I think honestly, the worst part
1: is, and like this is something this generation, the new generation will not understand that didn't have landlines, right? Because Drew Barrymore was trying to call her parents, or no, she yeah, or no, she was on the phone with fucking Ghostface. Um, so she had the phone in her hands and it's still off the hook, right? So her dad goes to pick up the phone or her mom goes to pick up the phone to call the police. And you can hear the other line that's open. And she's hearing yes. Drew Barrymore yes. be fucking killed. Yes. And you don't know where she is. Is that the fucking, it's like one of the most fucked up things I've ever heard. Like that is absolutely brutal.
0: Yeah. and And as you're saying that, like, we just talked about how caller ID increased. Yeah, I would one hundred percent have bought caller ID. Oh, absolutely,
1: absolutely. Um, man, it's it's brutal. And Drew Barrymore struggling to speak. And uh oh, man, so good. Um, then we cut to these fucking horn dogs, Billy and Sydney. Who have the cringiest uh, sex scenes, uh, two of them in this movie. This one, which isn't really a sex scene, and the one... Well, later.
0: they don't really have sex scenes, because she doesn't... That, that's part of like the theme, right? She doesn't give it up. Well, no, she gives it up later. No, I, I know. I'm saying oh, like yeah. that's part of the theme, because Billy's always pissed that he never gets it. Right, right.
1: Which, like... <laughs> I will there are some things I can make fun of in this movie and that's gonna be one of them. That fucking that fucking unnecessary sex scene to like the slowest fucking music I've ever heard. (laughs) And Sydney being like, Let's make it a porn (laughs) house.
0: Well, no, he does that because because they had just talked about the virgin trope, so it's kind of being like, is Sydney gonna gonna go next? Because now she's
1: well, I, yeah, I know, but like the whole like fucking being like, um, can we keep this PG thirteen? And him being like, well, could we please make it R rated? And her being like, um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> and then it's like, all right, Billy, let's make a fucking pornog
0: what 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 is pg
1: th- what would pg13 well she goes she goes would you be willing to accept the pg13 and he's like what's that which obviously everyone would ask because whatever and then she shows him his t- her tits And it's like whoa, that a- that ain't pg13 you sydney god damn it that's fucking r wait wait
0: you think that's r the boobies showing tits
1: uh is there a pg13 th- with breasts th- in
0: it I've seen PGs with breasts in it. No, you like nineteen seventy two when it was PG and it's, R. It's <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it still it still stands.
1: Back when the rating system made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> I don't even know. I would love to go back to that time before, like, PG-13 and see how they fucking did it. I think they just paid people off, right? Wasn't that, like, the known thing? Because Indiana Jones... Oh, yeah. Indiana Jones was the reason they made PG-13. I thought it was Red Dawn. No, it was was Indiana Jones and the fucking Temple of Doom, I think. Huh. Because, like, that dude pulls a heart out of somebody and like and the thing was spielberg knew like he knew exactly what he could get away with and so he pushed it to the very limit and they were like you're a fucking asshole <laughs> so they made pg13 <laughs> they were like oh, no no one under 13 should see this <laughs> um fuck what
0: maybe i think red i think red dawn was the first to get the pg13 rating
1: oh yes yes i do yes that's that's true yeah that's that's true um yeah i knew it had an association i couldn't think of it um i was trying to pull it up but i'm fucking too lazy there's 18 million fucking links um yeah so see see, showing bush would be r though in my what what are you saying dude fucking smoking cigarettes is an r now
0: this is 1996
1: (laughs) dude you cannot show boobies in a pg-13 movie boobs in PG-13. I, yeah, please please Google this. <laughs> Why are nude scenes allowed in PG-13 movies? What the yeah,
0: fuck? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Titanic. Yeah, yeah, he draws the titties.
1: Oh, so basically they're like MP if it's
0: if, if it's if it's eight hours long yes that's
1: yes long that dude, <laughs> dude, that's exactly what they're like they're, they're they're like the MPAA makes no sense uh, you could put you could put breasts and nipples briefly in PG and PG thirteen movies if there's no it, yeah? if there's no sexual context
0: so you could just be nude
1: you could be nude like he's drawing right he's an artist
0: okay all right.
1: But 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 if, was, there, but if he was about
0: to like yeah. lick him, then hard.
1: <laughs> if Leo was licking his lips while he drew,
0: <laughs> it's a hard <laughs> R. <art. laughs> doing, doing the Birdman hand rub. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but again, like I feel like Titanic actually is like kind of sexual. Don't they fuck in the the?
0: Dude, did that, it's a lo- it's an eight-hour love story. <laughs> Everyone knows the boat sinks like <laughs> the, the entire plot is about their romance. It's it's so ridiculous. It's so
1: it's so ridiculous. And it says male nudity is like strictly
0: R-rated. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with that.
1: It's <laughs> so fucking bizarre. Oh, my God. Fucking that's so funny, dude. Like for sure, like Titanic just got a pass because they were like. They're like, listen, we just made an $800 million movie. We need everyone to see this. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucking funny. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, I guess it is a PG-13. She gives them just a quick look.
0: Okay.
1: Non-sexual, right?
0: But, yeah, but... I, mean, I don't know why we're still arguing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway... Billy and Sydney are, they're lovers, they're lovers, and he is just so horny, and he's like, can we just do on top of clothes stuff? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. And then he immediately goes under her clothes, and she's like, okay, fucking we're done here. <laughs> and he's like, oh, come on. Um, Next day at school, they find out about the murders.
0: <laughs> asking to do on top of clothes stuff is so funny.
1: <laughs> Joe. I have such a problem with the Billy and Sydney sex shit in this because it's like that, like watching. Okay. So like we've talked about it before, like watching teenagers in these horror movies is always like a weird thing. Cause they're, I mean, they're usually in their thirties. So it works. Like you're like, you feel comfortable watching it. Um, but when you watch them and they're a little bit younger, it's always weird. I think even weirder is. watching people dry hump each other because then you're like, Oh my God. Like this is fucking like (laughs) actually young people. (laughs) like That's fucking grosser watching fucking Billy dry hump Sydney. (sighs) Fucking ridiculous. Um, Next day at school, they find out about the murders of Drew Barrymore and her boyfriend. We get a little glimpse into Sydney's background of her mother. um, Who was raped and murdered in town, which fucking yikes. That's a fucking intense uh, thing. Good old Wes Craven loves throwing that fucking rape around.
0: He does. does. Did you you say the first anniversary is coming up?
1: Oh, I did not, yes. It's the first anniversary of her mother's um, murder and and assumed rape.
0: Cotton Weary, uh, her...
1: Her lover. Uh,
0: extramarital affair lover was uh, has taken the rap for it. Yes.
1: Now, they show a picture of Sydney's mom, and she is the most, like, <laughs> hometown mom I've ever seen. Like, she does not look like a hoe, which throughout the movie, Jeez. people people will be... <laughs> is that not... <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> is hoe not an appropriate turn?
0: <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't... I don't... <laughs> It might be frowned upon. Is thought okay? Is thought okay? Uh, what? What?
1: What is it? Dude, to- just go with it. Just go. With it. Just go with it. I'm going with it. Uh, but she, like, I mean, the whole town is like talking about that. Like to Sydney. By the way, always to Sydney's
0: face. <laughs> like, well, yeah. <laughs> i mean at the end billy says it repeatedly <laughs> like, yeah. you're no good piece of shit harlot mom <laughs>
1: yeah i mean it, it is actually crazy because like there's no scene where they're like whispering behind cindy's back being like her mom had sex with everyone it's it's just like they go up to cindy's face and they're like oh yeah your mom was just like <laughs> fucking everyone in town they're like sorry sid <laughs> <And> Sid's <laughs> like, "Sid's like it's fine <laughs> But she doesn't look like that she looks like very like uh leave it to beaver like like very like a hometown mom which is funny um and we meet Dewey also uh and of course the fawns uh as the principal yes so sydney gets a call from tatum that night they go to school they're kind of just like it, we meet the whole crew there right you meet everyone uh randy being the you know master of Movie knowledge. The Paul yeah, works at a,
0: works at a video store. Works at a video store. Did you say? Did you say the Paul? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is the Paul.
1: <laughs> dude, citing the first movie where Jamie Lee fucking shows her boobs. Like, dude, no one knows that fucking movie. Only, only him and Paul is probably like well, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude, say saying the police should be studying. Uh, the oh my. how the detectives operate in prom night, dude. <laughs> citing prom night, a movie you actually can't
1: even see, <laughs> and he's so mad about it. He's like, "What is no one seeing?
0: Fucking prom night!" <laughs> <laughs> Screaming it. <laughs> Has no one seen prom night? <laughs> hey. dude, the way that he says that in the video story is so intense. What's more intense, him saying that, or Matthew Lillard laughing with his tongue out an inch, an inch from his face? Dude, uh, <laughs> when, he, when he's like, "You think you have a chance?"
1: Lillard is so unstable in this movie. It's it's actually scary. He looks so scary in this movie. He seems so fucking out of control. Uh, no, that scene where he's like, oh, "Do you think I have a chance?" Well oh, man, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> that was the scene they showed him in the interview and he was like oh my god he's like why did wes like film that (laughs) it's like why did he put that in the movie like it's so psychotic i
0: mean there's your answer yeah exactly
1: like what like matt matt was probably like was my acting good and wes was like oh uh yes (laughs) it was fucking perfect doesn't know why it was so good.
0: Um, you know what you know when Matthew says, I'll be right back? Yes. Dude, nobody has said that in real life more than Paul. Have you ever have you ever experienced that while watching a movie with Paul? I don't think so. Does he dude, do dude, the Lillard dude, mannerism? Dude, for, dude, yes. For like <laughs> 10 years straight, every time we would watch a movie with a group of people, he would stand up and say, and, and nobody would ever get the reference. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. Everyone would just be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> um
1: I'll be honest, like rewatching this uh this time around, I think that might be my favorite quote in the movie. <laughs> like That's great. Yeah. Cause Randy is such a fucking hard on about all this shit. And him just like screaming about don't ever say you'll be right back. <laughs> I love that reaction. Um Well, that night Sydney gets like oh, I only want to talk about this. Oh no. Oh, yeah, Sydney um, Sydney is at home, gets a call from Tatum, um, who wants to watch all the right moves because you can pause and see Tom Cruise's dicks, <laughs> which I don't know if that's how high school girls behave, but de- absolutely perfect for, for boys. Like, that was like a... Fu- Dude, fucking... Re- I didn't watch Return of the Living Dead for any other reason. I I watched it uh, probably a hundred times just to see Full Frontal.
0: Dude, Under Siege too. You see boobs for a a split second. (laughs) Dude, Time
1: Cop, also another movie that had Full Frontal, baby. (laughs) Oh, God. It was fucking great. Who was that woman, man? She was something else. And, dude, it was honestly just, like, a sliver of, like, pubic hair that you saw change change my fucking <laughs> life <laughs> um so you know accurate for high school kids uh but then she gets another call from Ghostface. yes and sydney is like totally cool with like like jerking around <laughs> like calling him randy which, being like shut which the fuck is funny up.
0: because there was just a murder in town and it's the one-year anniversary of her mom's death so you think she'd be a little bit more on edge yeah dude and she even goes and, like, out even slack. if she thought even if she thought it was randy i'd be like hey randy i'm gonna fucking kill you like don't ever do this again
1: right and then he he says if you hang up right now you'll die like your mother which like yeah. it, that that is scary I, I i am saying like i'm not criticizing that but at the same time like Everyone in fucking town knows your mom died like that, and she's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what?" <laughs> like, That's true. That's a good. Point. Like, how? She's like, "How do you know? <laughs> how do you know this can't be one of my friends?" Uh, no, it, it probably is. <laughs> like, oh boy! And we're only thirty minutes in, and our heroine encounters the killer for the first fucking yeah. time. Yeah, something you never see, dude. They go head to head. Like a great setup. Like this is this is Ghostface versus Sydney for the rest of the movie. And that's a fucking cool setup. Yeah. Cause usually it's like this whole stalking thing, and like eventually they get to each other at the end. And this yeah, is just climax. like Yeah. This is like I'm gonna fucking kill Sydney. And makes way more sense, right? Like he spends the entire movie trying to kill her. It's yeah. it's a great setup, man. I I, I absolutely love it. Um and Sydney's able to escape and call 911 via her computer. <laughs> Classic 90s, like, how do computers work? <laughs> oh, you could just chat with 911 operators. Um, and Billy does show up, scaring her and scaring Ghostface away. But when Billy comes in, he drops his cell phone. Something that. that old sydney never thought what would have happened so she runs away assuming he's the killer um and dewey's at the she's met by dewey at the front door who is for some reason holding the fucking ghost face mask up (laughs) in her face when she opens the door um but he they arrest they arrest billy they
0: arrest billy on the spot they do it's kind of a, a nightmare on elm street homage right when uh I can't think of the kid's name the, the guy who the kid who's like the greaser you know um johnny depp gets arrested not, no not johnny depp the other one oh oh yeah 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 i know what you're he gets arrested about. for the murder his you know his girlfriend gets murdered it's yeah one of the first murders in the movie
1: yeah and, and you know what is kind of weird skeet is puts off a real johnny depp vibe in this it looks movie. just
0: like him he looks exactly like him
1: it's <laughs> actually nuts um it's it's kind of crazy. So he, he gets arrested. Billy's Billy's arrested. And uh Gail Weathers um shows I mean she'd already kind of appeared once earlier, um, but now she's back and taking a bigger role. And she is just so unlikable um in this movie as Gail. Um and somehow ends up with Dewey, which I think <laughs> I think it's so crazy. Cause even in the future movies. Gale and Dewey, by the way, they're, they they started dating on the set of this movie. They, they're they married by two and obviously three and four. They have no chemistry in this movie whatsoever. Like, it's so bizarre how little chemistry they have. Like, Sydney and Dewey have great chemistry on sc- screen, you know? Like, pretty much everyone has great chemistry except the two love interests,
0: <laughs> which I well, think is so funny. Because she's not initially like interested in him in him. Right. She just wants to use him for the right. story. So I think that's kind of why they played it that way that they don't have like this immediate bond until at the end when he saves her. Right.
1: Yeah. But even then, like the chemistry in two, three and four, I, I remember vividly being like, this is so awkward. Like they're married. They, this should I think, be easy. <laughs> Do you such a fucking doofball. That's the problem. Right. Like the two characters are just like such polar op- opposites that, that, that chemistry is yeah, almost yeah. impossible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Gail's a very strong woman, right? Right. She doesn't need Dewey he's <laughs> like the, the the knight in shining armor for some reason. And Listen. but he's not, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, she's not. <laughs> oh man. Um Gail definitely dominates Dewey in bed. Well, yeah. Gail, looking- Gail's the fucking boss, baby. Um Courtney Cox. She's another one. Fucking beautiful in this movie. It's a great looking cast. Great looking cast. Now, she fucks up when she does that fucking crazy hair thing. Um, yeah, that's it. That's fucking brutal. <laughs> but. Um, no, dude. No, speaking of Dewey, the best line happens with him right here where, where they're like all arguing and like Tatum's like, shut the fuck up, Dewey. And Dewey's like, what did mom say?
0: When I wear the badge, you treat me like a man of the law. <laughs> Which. That that's something that like I I assume is from Scary Movie, right? Because that's oh, right. That's how doofy always is. <laughs> Just having a sex with line. the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great line, dude. Mom said to treat me like a man of the law. <laughs> it's like what he's like twenty five, isn't he? Like, yeah, he's twenty five. Why, why is he? Why is he talking like that? <laughs>
1: teenage sister <laughs> yeah and his age reveal is also great uh fucking oh man i fucking love this movie it's so fucking great because courtney cox is like talking to him like trying to win him over and she's like oh you know i'm more of like a 24 year old demographic you're 25 and then he has that line where he's like i was 24 for a whole year <laughs> which like just insinuates he was jerking off to Gale weathers <laughs>
0: for a year <laughs>
1: Um and also another great scene happens here where Sydney fucking knocks Courtney out. Yeah. Bam. What I forget Tatum's exact line in it, but like bam. <laughs> <laughs> um So Cor- Sydney's shook up obviously. She's dealing with Gail Weathers who's like trying to link this to her mom's death who Gail is also trying to claim uh was they have the wrong guy, uh, which is like really upsetting to Sydney because she's like Yeah,
0: she wrote a she wrote a book and she thinks Cotton's innocent and right. She you know, she's revealing she's pretty much revealing that her mom was promiscuous. You
1: know? Right, right. Like with everybody.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um and and you know that that's weighing on Sydney and now Sydney's getting fucking attacked. So she goes to stay at Tatum's and again, like flipping a script here, man, like they are re- the killers are relentless with Sydney because she's at Tatum's and she gets a call like like the mom picks up and is like it's for you Sydney <laughs> and it's fucking Ghostface it's fucking Ghostface calling her on a, 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 at another house Dude,
0: hearing that voice giving it, to, giving it to the person they're asking for yeah. that mom is should be held liable right
1: yes oh my god it's fucking wild. It's fucking crazy, and and oh man, it's, it's so wild. And Gail, I forget—is she talking to Sydney? But she's just like reaming. Oh yeah, yeah. Because her and her and Sydney have another another encounter after that scene, and Gail's like, "Listen, <laughs> like, how can we even? You could never convince me that these two are friends after this movie." Because <laughs> Gail's like, "Listen, we just need to get along," and Sydney's like, "Fine," and Gail's like, "But listen." I just need to tell you, your mom <laughs> is a fucking dirty slut. <laughs> and seduce she the word she uses is seduced Cotton Weary. So like like Cotton Weary didn't even want to have sex with her. But like <laughs> fucking Sydney's mom was like, You're gonna give it to me. <laughs> Which is such an insane thing to say to her daughter. And it's more insane that it's only been a year since. <laughs> It's the
0: Like it hasn't been a year yet (laughs) And she's not even a private investigator She's just a news reporter She's doing any of this
1: Everyone is like absolutely so cruel to Sydney Like in the next scene is like Fucking uh, Billy gets out of jail and they're talking Her and Sydney are talking and he's like Oh you still think I'm the killer And she's like no listen man like I've had a hard fucking year (laughs) And then Billy's like Listen it's been a year since your mom Died what's the big fuck Deal, <laughs> and by the way, her mom didn't die. Her mom was uh, murdered, like right. brutally murdered. So <laughs> she just has it so rough in this movie because everyone's just fucking piling on her. Um, so Sydney goes to the bathroom, and maybe the top scene in this movie, in my opinion, wow, the bathroom attack, um rewatching it. So like, I, I gave a lot of credit and I think I've said it on the show before. Like I, I often said, like, I think the writing is better than the directing in this movie. And I take it all back. I think, I think where the right, where the writing will lack the direction picks up and vice versa. And I think it's like actually a perfect blend. Like the, it is like, again, perfect movie, I agree with that. perfect fucking movie. Um, And this scene, I think highlights the direction with um, the bathroom scene um Sydney hearing girls talk about her mom. Um, and then Sydney, like, you know, like they leave, Sydney gets up and is just like, you know, taking a breather from her fucking agonizing life. <laughs> and the fucking dude, the two like she hears somebody in the stall and she's like, hello, hello, doesn't see any feet. Then you just see those two feet fucking step down and then the fucking yes. cloak slowly come down. And dude, great scene. Yeah. And again, a moment where you're like this isn't him.
0: And it fucking is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Because like where she is is supposed to be like a safe haven. There's two other kids in right. there, you know, talking about her. They leave like there should not be a killer in that stall which which raises the question like how long was he fucking sitting <laughs> dude, just dude. <laughs> hoping Sydney had to take his piss right and,
1: <laughs> and knowing it's Matt Lillard uh or, or it had to be Skeet cuz there's no way Matt Lillard could sit in a girl's bathroom for like 2 hours and not just be <laughs> With, fucking laughing and making, screaming
0: without making those, those <laughs> ah, noises <laughs>
1: It had to be Skeet just, like, sleeping in there. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no. I, I, I That scene is just absolutely nuts. And like you said, it's a safe haven. And I guess that's the thing that Wes does in this, which is, like, nowhere safe, right? She can't even sleep over her friend's house for a night without Ghostface being like, hey, I'm going to fucking kill you.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, and... It's unsafe because Drew Barrymore died in the first 10 minutes. So you don't. Yes, it, it, there's always these like sanctuaries in movies and he threw right. them all out. So you don't know who's going to get it and, and where they're going to get it.
1: Exactly. Um, And then l- later that day, uh, Winkler gets it in his office. Womp womp. He gets fucking got. And also you get that fucking the classic. The classic uh, factoid that went around. It was like the first fact about this movie that everyone was like, did you see the Freddy Krueger
0: reference? Yeah. It was Wes dressed in the Freddy Krueger. Least hidden
1: well. reference of all time.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: dressed exactly as Freddy Krueger and named Freddy.
0: <laughs> also. I love when the – dude, I also love when the principal dies. The kids the kids want to have a party. <laughs> <laughs> they, they hear the news. and Like – I don't want to say it's realistic because I would hope more kids – but, like, also, it, it might be realistic. I, I think there are people – the kids – I think the point of this movie is that kids are fucking stupid. Yes. You know? because, because their first reaction to that is like, oh, yeah, no school. Like, let, let's celebrate. And then later in the movie, we talk about this scene all the time. Like, Matthew Lillard's oh, yeah. thought is like, my mom's going to be so mad at me. Yeah. Like, Dude, that's the least of your fucking worries. First off, you're dying. A second, you've murdered multiple people. <laughs> Oh, yes, your mom's going to be fucking mad. That's the, that's the last thing on your mind. <laughs>
1: also, uh, just throwing it out there. Fucking Miss was the fucking worst. So, Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Completely agreed.
1: I'm also partying, honest, honestly. <laughs> I know it makes me a piece of shit, but it's, you know, it's just the, in that moment in time in my life, I, I just know what would happen. And... <laughs> I wouldn't have thought twice about a party. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Henry Henry gets it. Um, oh, oh, yeah, I was going to say, there's like a blooper reel from Scream, which isn't really that great. Because it's really just like, you know, like slip up on words. Because everyone's like pretty fucking good. However, <laughs> however, fucking Wes is Freddy. I, you could probably try and convince me that it was done on purpose. Fucking eats shit and falls on the floor. <laughs> While mopping the floor, and I don't think it was planned. (laughs) You can't, you can't, you could try, you could try and tell me it was planned because it's goofy, but like, no, that dude, that dude fucking went down, man. (laughs) Oh boy. Um, So uh, we get a few other scenes. We get the video store scene with Randy where he's like, Do you think I have a chance with her? Which is, is,
0: an insane scene (laughs) but it 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 gives him you know motive yeah To, to somebody who doesn't know hasn't seen the movie before it gives him reason to be one of the suspects
1: for sure for sure um and then they decide to have a party now is this the party the party is for the principal dying is that is that what my takeaway is Or no? I actually don't
0: know. I
1: I don't know if that's why. My my understanding too is, and I didn't pick this up, was that they were doing a movie marathon? Did you were you aware of that? Yes, yes. Okay, I never really picked up on that. Like because they only watch Halloween in the.
0: It's I just looked it up. It's Stu's throwing a party to celebrate the school's closure. (laughs) So
1: yes, they're celebrating the death of the principal. (laughs) fair enough. And by watching Jamie Lee Curtis movies, uh, (laughs) fucking weird ass choice. (laughs) But Hey, um, that actually, uh, that actually brings me to, uh, but my least favorite scene, which I mean, it's a little bit later, but when Randy is on the couch, drunk, watching Halloween, being like, yeah, turn around, turn around, turn around. (laughs) I, it makes me fucking so mad. It's like the only part of the like, movie. Why don't you like that? I think that seems cool. The, Joe, Joe, have you ever seen anyone do that, Joe? no. Yeah, yes. And he's or. seen the movie. <laughs> 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 All right, fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wes met Paul once and was like, I'm making this <laughs>
0: He met a twelve-year-old Paul <laughs> screaming, <laughs> screaming at Bruce Willis and Die Hard
1: a movie he's seen dozens of times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> You've talked me into it. Um, well, the kids are having a pi- party, and of course, Gail crashes, and she's going to plant a, a camera in there to catch some, to catch some, I don't know, some shit.
0: Well, she thinks she thinks the killer is going to strike again. Yeah. Obviously, because he's targeting Sydney.
1: It's also probably illegal to film children, like Edward.
0: Well, it's, I think it's illegal to do any of that. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> and she's using Dewey more now. Like Dewey comes with her. Dewey thinks there's a romantic relationship there, and I, I think I think Gale is like sort of feeling it, but not really. Not not really Also Yeah, I don't know if she is at this point uh, Well, Gail is a monster to her cameraman Who uh K- Kenny Is not at all fat whatsoever And she is just like You fat, worthless piece of shit If you could waddle your way down here Fucking do it, you fat oaf
0: <laughs> Kenny's just like Oh, geez, all right she is absolutely Dude, I, picked up, I picked up on that too Like, first off even if he was fat was like, why are you talking to him like that but he's he's not he's that's not all she's close. highlighting <laughs>
1: he's not even fucking close to being like
0: fat also like, went to school with, uh, with, with Buzz and Jimmy
1: yeah you fucking disgusting piece of shit. you easily weigh 300 pounds guys like 200 max <laughs> He's like five, ten, two hundred pounds. Um, but whatever. Uh, so they crash the party. They get their cameras in there, and and I love the camera. Uh, one of the best things is that that camera delay is thirty seconds. I think that is a fucking realistic. Yes. We know that from our live streams. Like we're always like thirty to forty five seconds yes. ahead. So it's a realistic thing. And what a way to use that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, realizing there's a killer and then be like, oh fuck, that already happened.
1: So. Yes. Oh, fuck. You get, get out, out right of the there. car and the fucking doors open. Oh my god. Like kind of yeah. fucking masterful baby? I feel uh, like we'll get
0: yelled at if if we don't highlight Tatum's death.
1: No, we're gonna I'm I'm going back to that right now, which is the you know, one of the most classic scenes ever with the line, What is this from my spit on your garage? Like Tatum referencing, I spit on your grave is maybe the most insane thing ever.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like why, why would anyone besides Jamie know, know about I spit on your grave at that part?
1: <laughs> I spit on your grave fucking wordplay. Um, and Tatum at first drops the first fucking ghost face, man. Just fucking pounds him. She tries to escape. Um, through the fucking uh, doggy door in the garage door. Yep. yep. Ghostface opens it. Fucking kills her. Just fucking de- nearly decapitates her. A great scene. Yeah. She was actually so small that they had to like nail her. Cloak. Yeah, she kept
0: falling through. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> fucking crazy.
1: She was also like, it's so painful. Um, now, this this entire segment is about, it's nearly half the movie filmed at Stu's house, right? Like, the final act is 45 minutes. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, um. The, uh, he Wes gave the uh, the crew shirts after it, being like, I survived scene 118.
1: Yeah. Because it took so long to shoot. No, it was a 21 day shoot all nights, um, which crazy. is fucking brutal. It was freezing. But my favorite thing I learned, and I laughed so hard watching this interview, they inter- they're, they're they're talking about how brutal it was, blah, blah, blah. They cut to this guy who's the director of photography. Uh, I forget his name. It's Mark something. And he's like, well, everyone survived except me. I got fired for no reason. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck is this? And he's like, I don't did, know. Did you did you read why? Uh yeah. He tells you dude, in this I have to send it to you because it's the craziest thing. He's like, I have no idea why this happened. I don't know who pulled this. Uh all I know is I went in and we watched the dailies and Wes was like, every scene is
0: out of focus. <laughs> dude. Every scene was out of focus, and Wes was like, "Wes was like, you need to bring in new people." And then that guy, that guy Mark was like, "Well, if I'm bringing in new people, you have to fire me too." And then Wes was like, "Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Everything you've done is not usable, <laughs> dude." And he admits it, like he says it, and is
1: like, "I don't understand why I got fired. Everything was out of focus." <laughs> and then he tried to claim that they used his footage afterwards. <laughs>
0: And it's like, dude, he uses out of focus.
1: fuck, <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Although, how insane would it be if, like, he fires everyone and then Wes sits down and is like, oh, uh, the projector was out of focus. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie doodles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Fucking, the guy, that guy, dude, that fucking cracked me up. Listening to him and him being like, oh, yeah, I'm the only one who didn't survive scene 118. <laughs> oh, my favorite. And Also, he could have, but he, but he was like, well, you'll have to get rid of me, too. <laughs> yeah, dude, they just wanted to get rid of the camera operators, which, by the way, again, fair, right? Like... <laughs> Like, you have to do something, dude. Wasting. Oh, my God. And it's not digital. They had fucking film. Like, you just throw yeah, that yeah. shit out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. Um, so, Tatum's dead. Bummer. She was great. Um, and then we just get that horny-ass sex scene. And we also get Randy's rules of the horror movies. You can never have sex. You can never drink or do drugs and never. And I love that this is his like big to do. Never <laughs> under any circumstances say I'll be right back. And then of course, you know, our buddy, our buddy Matt Lillard fucking nails it with his I'll be back thing. Um, Gail's back in the car with the cameraman. They're watching the party. Uh, Sydney, Billy have another moment of distrust. Um, where Sydney's like, hey, like, try to like, like kind of like putting pieces together, sort of like, hey, you know, like, this is kind of fucking weird. Um, and it's interrupted by Ghostface stabbing Billy. Yes. So in your head, you're like, fuck, well, there goes the Billy thing.
0: Yeah, it's not Billy. He's cleared.
1: Yep. Um, Sydney's able to escape out a window where she finds Tatum dead. Unfortunately, you know one thing people pointed out online that I never thought of: Dewey has zero reaction to Tatum's fucking murder.
0: When does he find out about it? I don't know, but like, because I, I I'm not sure that he knows when we see him on the screen until the end. Until the end, which yeah. he should probably be a little more de- devastated about the events that unfolded.
1: Well, you know, she never did respect him as a cop, so, <laughs> <laughs> um. Randy talking, you know what? Fine, uh, this scene's all right. Randy's talking to the TV, being like, "Turn around, he's right behind you." And guess what? Ghostface is right behind him, with a little little tropiness there. And then that's when our camera crew sees the screen, and they're like, "Oh shit, get out!" Realize thirty second delay, and Ghostface fucking kill, slits the throat of the cameraman as he steps out of the car.
0: Yep, fucking poor brutal-y. Kenny.
1: Brutally. Uh um, fat pig. Yeah. <laughs> um back at the house, uh, Ghostface ends up stabbing Dewey in the back. Dewey shows up to the front door and is like, Sid. And he just <laughs> fucking falls out the front door, dude. Like that is that's a brutal scene too, man. Like you think Dewey goes down and he's like... Dewey's done, yep. Because, like, Dewey was, in a way, a fucking red herring, too, man.
0: Like, you were like... Because he's, like, too kind, right? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Jamie Kennedy says it. Everybody's a suspect. Yeah. So, that's what they set up for the movie. Like, really, he's if too he kind. was the killer, you'd be like, oh, yeah, of course. Like Close to the best friend, you know? Yeah. He
1: He has the means to do it. So. Yeah. Um... He then chases Sydney into her car, then out of the car. <laughs> I mean, all these scenes are great. I'm like passing through them because you've all seen it, right? <laughs> like I'm not going right, to yeah, hash yeah. it out. But uh, the car scenes phenomenal also. Um but oh, you know what else I loved about Ghostface and you, it really plays out in these moments in in, in the in, at Stu's house. Ghostface moves like a frantic idiot kid. <laughs> He is not like. I mean, he's menacing in the sense that he's like cu- he's coming to kill you, but the way he moves and operates is is impulsive and honestly idiotic at times. And you're like, it's like a fucking kid, right, man? Like, like he yeah. like creeps below the car like a fucking weirdo, like not in even a scary way, just like a what the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck
0: yeah i mean i think that's what separates him from the other killers like they're all calculated right and like you know supernatural but this is just a fucking moron kid from high school but it helps with like those
1: near miss moments right where he misses the knife swing because it's like yeah like that makes you know what i mean like when you watch a a normal killer miss the knife swings and they're like moving like slow and deliberately you're like well that fucking makes no sense like right. he would have absolutely murdered that person right there but in this one it makes sense because like they don't know what the fuck they're doing right I just right. I loved it it's 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 great Um, they're acting like themselves at all times and uh, we're really down to Randy who's still in the house <laughs> watching a movie Sydney Billy and Stu yes they're all in the house and a gun has been in, a guns in the house. I forget who's I can't even keep track. Oh, Dewey's Dewey's right. Yeah, for sure. It's and, Dewey's, yeah. Yeah. And Billy ends up shooting Randy um, because Randy's kind of piecing together the plot here. Um, Billy shoots Randy and the plan well, is you, re- reviewed.
0: You missed uh, right before that because um, Randy's outside the house and him, him and Lillard both show up at the door at the same time. Oh. They're just accusing each other of being the killer. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, Sydney doesn't let them in.
1: It's so It's such a good Oh, man. It's so fucking crazy. And then Billy just ends up shooting him. <laughs> um, and it's revealed that Stewie and Stew and Billy are in on it together. Yes. Also revealed, they killed Sydney's fucking mom. <laughs> yes. Which is absolutely bonkers, and they framed Cotton weary who i believe was sleeping with her he was he, he was her love right that, so that, that so the true which yeah so the rape was not accurate right like cotton and her were having a consensual the, they're
0: having an affair right right and but the but murder, he did not murder her. yeah
1: the like the billy stew did not rape her they just
0: killed no her. right
1: that would be pretty and
0: and, and- I love, I I love that because like how terrifying to like go to high school with somebody that you know what I mean like for like, a did year that, to you, that like to, like ruin your family like yeah and they acted as your friend you were with them daily like and then to have that reveal like that, that shit's crazy
1: hung out with them for a fucking year and, oh man it's absolutely nuts um and yeah the fucking Billy just lays it on You're slut oh yeah because it's revealed. You know, your slut mother was fucking my father and she's the reason my mom left us. Yes. So that's the motivation there, which is bananas. <laughs> <laughs> and again, like we always fucking talk about, uh the the, the the they have Sydney dead to rights, right? Um, and they have Sydney's dad dead to rights also, and they are now in front of them. Basically, being like, "Here's the plan: we're gonna stab ourselves, make us look like victims, um, you know, kill you two, and that's the end of the story." Yeah, um, which is fucking wild.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, fucking. It's a really good plan. Fucking, and nuts. the stabbing scene was like, I, I don't know. I remember watching for for the first time. It's like next level. That, it is that they thought of that. <laughs> it, it, it is uh, like, and Lillard
1: crying and being like come on man and like billy that just woozy. taking it too far oh, i just love it but who comes to the rescue gail fucking weathers um not for long though <laughs> uh gail's like hey i'm gonna do this this and this <laughs> and sydney's like i like that plan the, like one of the weirder lines in the movie because <laughs> the plan doesn't work. They fucking kick the shit out of Gail, fucking throw her through a door. Um, and then I, I don't know. So during that time, Sydney gets away, right? Like, Sydney breaks free somehow hides in a closet and also gets in fucking stabbing each other. (laughs) Oh, right. They're they're too busy fucking stabbing each other. Um, and Sydney gets in the scream outfit and, uh, Billy goes to look for, and he gets got with a fucking umbrella closet surprise from Sydney. Who's wearing the scream outfit. Um, Fucking stabs Billy in the fucking heart with an umbrella, and then proceeds to just fuck up Stu. Yeah, gives <laughs> Stu <stew> the business. <laughs> <laughs> gives Stu the fucking business, and then drops a fucking television on his head. Yes, dude. Those televisions weighed so fucking much.
0: <laughs> dude, listen. When I when I moved into this house, the house that I just bought, there was yeah. a, a a TV um it was probably like a, a 50 inch but it was an old model from like the 90 like i didn't even know they made 50 inches but it must have weighed 350 pounds because it was all the way up in the attic and i tried to like move it downstairs And i was like no these guys gotta come fucking take it like this isn't mine i'm not i'm not busting my ass to bring this down so i was like you guys gotta take this out could you imagine that falling on your head it would crush you immediately
1: Dude, dude absolutely i have a like I have an early, I had, I actually just got rid of it. I had an early, like, I don't even want to call it flat because it's not flat, but like an early LED TV flat screen, right? It, because yeah. like the new ones, like a 60 inch weighs like 15 pounds. It's fucking nuts. This thing weighs 75 fucking pounds. I looked it up because yeah. I was like, can my wall even hold this fucking, oh yeah, I told you. Cause I ended up buying a new TV. Cause this, I, I was terrified to mount this thing on the wall. I thought I was just going to rip the wall down. <laughs> <laughs> fucking insane um, Yeah, no, that would a- actually This is like a gruesome kill Like for the most part like Because it's like electrified, the glass breaks on his face Kind of thing It's it's gruesome It would be way more gruesome in real life Because I don't think it would break It would actually just cave in your fucking no, it was skull just,
0: it was just, Yeah, it would smash your face <laughs> For
1: making him way more brutal um, Wes toned it down For that scene <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Fucking crazy. Um so Stu's gone, but Billy Billy gets back up and he's got Sydney one more time and he says, say hello to your mother. But Gail, thank goodness for Gail, gets up, shoots him dead. Pops him. Yeah. And then Randy, the dead ass useless bum, gets up and is like, hey guys. <laughs>
0: Randy, Randy is quite useless Randy in the scheme sucks. of this movie. <laughs> Randy absolutely sucks.
1: Gets up and is like, can I help? <laughs> Couldn't even tell the killer was behind him. Just a fucking mess. Oh, man. And they do get a final scare of her poor dad crashing through the door, who they totally fucking forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> They're outside, like, having their moment. Like, oh, thank God it's over. And then the dad pops out and is like, please help me. (laughs) (laughs) Please, for the love of God. (laughs) I've been locked in that basement for a week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And that is Scream. That's Scream. Yeah. A plus. A plus material. Oh, absolutely. Um, I I fucking love it. Like. One of the best horror movies ever made. No doubt about it. Agreed. Now, <laughs> Scream 2 uh, is coming at you next week. Uh, Scream 2 is good. It, it,
0: you know, the ending is the suspect.
1: Okay. But- I, I don't remember any of it. So, I know who the killer is. Uh, okay. But I don't remember any of it other than Tim Oliphant's absurd acting. Um, <laughs> which I might take back. I might take back. But I just remember him screaming in one scene. And it was <laughs> like the worst shit I've ever seen. <laughs> but hey, hey, again, I'm open. I'm open to it. Guys, why don't you send over Sean at I hate Why don't you email me your memories of scream? We'll talk about them on the show. Tell me when did you see it? Uh, we'll talk about them. We'll read them on the show if I remember. Um, but but sh- send us some emails about scream. Cause like, I feel like this holds such a special place in people's hearts and We get asked to do this movie so often. Everyone wants us to do this movie. So I'm glad we did it. And I'm more glad that we're going to do the sequels. I can't wait. Yeah, I do. I'm actually like beyond excited. Same. So really cool stuff. We're doing that. And then we'll do um, for the live show in January, we will be doing Cherry Falls, which uh, kind of a kind of a... It was what Scream spawned, uh, starring Brittany Murphy, and boy, that is something else, man. I'm so excited to do it. It was it was jaw dropping. Uh, it was crazy. Like, not a great way. Not a great way at all. You but. Wait, you, you just re-watched it? I, I, I'd seen it for the first time a few weeks ago. Okay. Right. Uh, fucking nuts, dude. Like, a perfect live show movie because, like, every scene has something to talk about. And Brittany Murphy... I don't know what's going on with that gal, but <laughs> she's something else in that fucking movie. Um, yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, that's all I got, man. Oh, we're going to put shirts. Shirts are going to go back up on sale. The remaining ones we have in the next two weeks. Let's shoot for uh, cause I'll probably ship out the rest of the shirts this week. We'll start January 3rd. Let's say we'll put the shirts back up. So if you missed the the long sleeves and the shirt sleeves, uh, we'll have a super limited amount available to you at IHateHorror.com. There's a link there to buy our merchandise. Head on over there and uh, pick up a shirt if you want. And we're working on a new system for uh, the Lou Fart Rigno shirt. Uh, we already have the design available. Um, excited about that. And then I'm working personally on our um, Ultimate Killing Machine Wilford Brimley t shirt <laughs> so Fuck yeah, that'll be fun. Um, And that's all I've got, man. Um, Thanks to Joe for doing the show with me. You can find us at facebook.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com uh, Instagram at I hate horror. And uh, if you use this on Spotify, uh, uh shout out to uh, Caleb who sent me a message saying that Spotify now has a rating system. So that's something to give me more anxiety about. Um, so head on over there and give us a five star rating if you use it. Um, I don't think they allow comments, which will ease my anxiety, but I will also just smash my head into a wall when, uh, it goes to like 4.5 stars, even though it's a very respectable grade. Um, the people know I'm messing around, but like, you know, also leave me the fuck alone. Um, all right. Uh, Joe, where can they find you? Instagram boognish 1985. Perfect, man. All right, excited to do scream next week. Oh, and uh wait, are we is Christmas soon? Is Oh yeah. Fucking Yeah, Christmas is this week. So um, so Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry, Christmas, Merry to Christmas to all. gift.
0: All the scream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, guys, thank you all so much uh and for Joe. This is Sean. Stay weird. Well, thank you. Adiós. I wanna play. I'm gonna watch what I'm not supposed to
0: watch. This is this